believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 43, 43 of the ramblings of an insomniac. Hello, good morning, good evening, whatever, good afternoon, whatever it is. Currently, it is 7.57 in the p.m. Uh, October, you know what, honestly, I don't even know. Oh, the 4th. It's the 4th, October 4th. Hello to you all. And whatever you are doing at this present time, I hope it is uh, healthy, making you happy, all that good stuff. Um, I actually do not even have an agenda today. I just was like, you know, I have not done my podcast and I need to. And, um, for once in my life, I don't even know if I have anything to say, which those of you that know me, um, that's kind of a rare, that's a rare thing. That's not normal. Um, I usually have a lot to say. Um, and I think it's due to the fact that my brain is genuinely at this point, like just pureed. It's just pureed into one big mushy thing. And, um, I have Joe Biden brain. Um, sorry if that triggers anybody. Um, anyway, so I do have a couple of things on my mind, but really, um, I have been in this oddly, I don't know, like a Zen weird mode. I don't know if Zen's the right word. Probably not Zen. Just more of like um, I'm on a mission to get things accomplished that I've been um, needing to do. I have been on a mission to get things done, to um, I've been working out again, all that good stuff. And so um, unfortunately and fortunately it's good and bad when I get in a zone because when I get in a zone, I focus on kind of one thing and it's really hard for me to, um, get anything else accomplished. So, but man, I do that one thing like to the 10th level. So, um, I'm having a hard time and I started thinking about that and, it kind of cracks me up because I've worked with so many types of people and, um, I haven't worked with a lot of men. I haven't worked with men as often as I've worked with women. And it kind of cracks me up to watch people work given the environment that they're in. I've done a lot of office work, you know, where you're clocking in nine to five and have to stay put at a desk, answering phone calls and all that stuff. And I've done work outside. Um, I was, a um, a ranger at a, um, state park, Fort Stevens state park in Warrington. I was a ranger there. So I wore the whole green, um, pants and, um, all that. It was pretty awesome. And so I was outside all the time, but people's work ethic is hilarious and well, not hilarious. That's the word. I I just find it interesting to watch people work and see what their work ethic is like. You know, if they're late, if they're early, if they're right on time, 
Um, if they leave as soon as it's, you know, if they're off at five o'clock, do they leave exactly on the nose at five or do they stay longer? And just kind of watching people's work habits. Do they stay at one task until it's finished and then move on to the next one? Or are they the type of people that start one thing and then they get sidetracked and they do another thing and pretty soon there's like, you know, several things that are partially done, but not all the way. And I think it's fascinating because I don't think anybody is, you know, does it right or wrong as long as you achieve, as long as you accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish every day, as long as whatever your to-do list is, you get it done. Then however you get it done, I mean, hey. It's up to you, right? As long as it gets done. It's just interesting because um, I am 48 and I work with one, um, I work with two people and um, one of them is 20. Uh, well, she'll be 21 in January. So she's almost 21. And the other is 28. And um, I am by no means saying that if you are in your 20s that you don't have good work ethic at all. It's just interesting um, because one of them, the 28-year-old, shows up 15 minutes early all the time, but, um, you know, leaves right at four. And then the other one shows up exactly on the dot at eight o'clock, but yet doesn't mind staying later. And I am one that used to. I used to always be like 10 minutes late. I mean, late, excuse me, not late, 10, 10 minutes early. I was always 10 minutes early. And I have progressively admittedly gotten a little bad about that. Um, I will get there probably five minutes before I'm supposed to start work. That said, the minute that I walk in the door, and I mean the minute I walk in the door, I start working. I start working immediately. I don't like make myself coffee, you know, get myself all situated. No, I start working the second I walk in the door, which again leads me to my other point. Um, there are people that I work with that like to do this whole number where let's say lunch is at noon. And, um, so they like to, at like 1145, start warming up their lunch and start getting out their lunch and start prepping for their lunch. And that pisses me off. Cause I'm like, well, now you're getting 15 minutes extra that you're not counting towards your lunch. You're supposed to be warming up your food and getting your food ready on your lunch break. And I see that a lot when there's like 15 minutes left of the day before you get off work. Suddenly people have to go to the bathroom and it's like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom. I have to do this. I have to do that. Uh, AKA, I have to fuck around for a while for the last 15 minutes and then leave, which is fine. I really don't care. It's just funny because um, I've worked with a lot of different personality types, a lot and it's just interesting to me to see um, people's work ethic and to see if it's an age thing, like are there more my age group that show up early um, and take their breaks right on time and leave right on time? Or do we stay later? Do we, you know, work longer hours? Do we not take our breaks? Do we not take our whole break? And um, it... Holy cow, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I have these stupid freaking beetles called elder beetles. Look them up. They're creepy. They have bright red eyes. They're black with this bright orange racing stripe on the back and then beady red eyes. They're creepy and they fly at your head because they like the heat and they will fly 
pat your head, try to get into your hair, and there will be, this is not an exaggeration, there will be like a thousand, literally a thousand, not a, this is not an exaggeration, covering my south wall of my house. And they start coming um, in October, this month, and they last all the way until like the beginning of May. And there is a fork ton of them and they fly at you and then somehow they get into the house and I'm currently looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ten of these little bastards are in my house right now and they're incredibly annoying and they're making a sound like a helicopter flying at your head. God, I get distracted easily. Sorry. Squirrel. Anyway, um, so I just find it fascinating to see if it's an age thing, if it's a uh, male, female thing. If it's just, it's just interesting to see people's work ethic. And when they're at work, are they working hard? Are they pretending like they're working? Are they one of those people that aren't really doing a whole lot? They're just doing the bare minimum, like exactly what their job requirement is. Are they even doing their job requirement? Um, I am one of those people that I cannot stand lazy. Uh, lazy is a character trait that I have a hard time. I think I've mentioned this numerous times. I don't care if you're lazy on your day off. I don't care if you're lazy after work. Um, Hey, I fully believe you should be lazy if you want to on your days off or after you get off work. But um, I cannot tolerate. It's a major pet peeve of mine and it's a character trait. Character trait I have a hard time moving past and that is um, laziness. Laziness is annoying to me. Um, I have always been a hard worker and I'm one that has a hard time. I don't have a hard time sitting still. I can sit still as long as I'm doing something while I'm sitting still, meaning, I don't know, playing a Sudoku on my phone or um, watching dog training videos or something like that. But um, like the whole meditation thing, for the life of me, I don't know how people can shut their brains off long enough to do that. But at any rate, laziness. And when I'm at work, I, I work, um, and I work hard. And unfortunately I work so hard that I do end up giving a lot more than I should. Um, I end up giving extra hours and I'm always the one that stays later if need be, or comes in earlier if need be, or comes in on my days off if need be. Um, And because I work hard and I get a lot more accomplished than most people, I end up doing extra work and a lot of busy extra work because I've already, I already got done everything I needed to do in an eight hour period. So then I have extra time and that's a good and a bad thing, but um, it's just interesting when you work with people that are perfectly okay with doing just the very bare minimum, which is fine. Again, if that's what you get paid for, and as long as you're doing what your job description asks of you, then, Hey, that is, there's nothing wrong with that. At least you're working nowadays to get anybody to even work, to go out and get a job. If you even have a job and you're working, then that's awesome. But Laziness, it's just, it grades all my nerves, man. And then I started thinking about, um, again, I've mentioned this before, if it's a cultural thing. I mean, obviously every single um, person on this planet, no matter what their background is, 
is going to have lazy people or people that are lazier than others and harder working than others and more competitive and all that stuff. But I always wonder, is it a gender thing? Is it a race thing? Is it a depending on what country you're from? I mean, I know Americans are known for being lazy. We're known for being fat and lazy and apparently illiterate. All fantastic combinations. We're fat, lazy idiots. Nice, nice America. But I still love this country, like I said. So, you know, and then we have an idiot running our country who's not fat, you know, um, and probably not lazy. He should be lazy. He should be retiring uh, right today, right now, and be lazy. Just ride his bike and eat ice cream all damn day. Um, But again, I just wonder if it's a cultural thing. Um, I noticed that I have a lot of... um, Canadians and a lot of people from Australia um, listening in, a lot of people from the UK. What are your thoughts? Um, Do you feel that it's a cultural thing? Is it a religious background thing? Is it a male, female? And again, there's always going to be the exception to the rule. I'm not saying that every single American is this way or every single female or every single um, Hispanic person. I just wanted to know what, what your thoughts were. Is it, and also it's, you know, the whole, how you were raised. So I know it's a million factors. It's a lot of factors, but I do know that Americans are known to be fat, lazy, and illiterate. So yeah, that's always good. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, can you hear that? Seriously, this is making it hard to do a podcast. They're just like swarming around me. It's really creepy. Ugh. Anyway, Um, all right. So that's been on my mind. Um, super glad I just spent like 13 minutes talking about that. I'm sure that's been really holding your attention. Are you guys nodding off? If anything, you could use my podcast as a way to fall asleep, right? I mean, maybe you guys put it in because you're like, oh, I just need to get some rest and I can just put in the ramblings of insomniac and out like a light. I mean, as long as I'm helping, right? Okay, so then the other thing that's been on my mind, and I had talked about um, being in assisted living and memory care when I'm older, and how the music will probably, you know, be what our generation is used to. But what I didn't talk about, and I thought was kind of hysterical, um, is I notice when people watch videos of older people dancing, we always find it endearing and cute. And I'm like, why do we find it so cute and endearing? These people have been dancing since before we were born. They started dancing before us. And just because you're an older person doesn't mean you're going to stop dancing. If you can still dance, I'm going to be one of those people that is going to be out there. I don't care if I have a walker, a cane, or what it is. I'm going to be cutting a rug and out there dancing like no one's business when I'm 90. And I think people should. I think people should dance more often. But I found it funny because if it goes by like, our generation. You know, I was born in the 70s, but I grew up in the 80s. And that was all about break dancing. You know, break dancing, you put out some cardboard and on recess, you would go out and you'd have your gigantic boom box. Well, not at school. We didn't have our boom box, but you know, we would go out on recess and we'd have cardboard and we would break dance. And I thought, how funny would it be to be in an assisted living facility and be working there and see these, you know, 
80 year olds out there break dancing. They're out there spinning on their head, doing helicopter, you know? Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. So, you know, you throw in the music and you throw in, um, you know, the music of the eighties and then you throw in the dancing. And like, what if we're all like wearing parachute pants? I don't know why we would. It's not like we would go back and start wearing the clothes that we did when we were kids. I don't know why. I don't know what we're going to be wearing then. Um, but I thought that was funny. And then that got me thinking of how people dress and how people talk about how their, their, um, women's rights, women's rights and oppression and how women, um, there's a lot of people in America that feel that women are still oppressed And those very same women that talk about women not being treated well and being how men um, oogle over them and treat them with disrespect. And my comment to that is if you're wearing clothes that your coochie is hanging out and your boobs are hanging out, do not in one breath sit there and go, oh, my God, I do not want men to look at me in that way. I have a brain. I'm not just looks. Well, you know what? I hate to tell you when you're dressed like a hussy and you have half of your ass hanging out and your boobs hanging out, there is not a person in the world that is going to look at you and go, I bet you they're a really smart person. I bet you they know a lot about the world. I'm not saying, by the way, that if you dress in short skirts and your boobs hanging out, that you're not intelligent. Not at all. I am saying don't expect people, though to not be looking at your ass or your boobs, because let's face it, you dressed in that outfit for a reason. You dressed like a hoochie, not so that people will think that you are a um, rocket scientist. If you wanted people to look at you and take you seriously and not look at your boobs or your ass first, then you should probably cover up your boobs and your ass, right? And again, I'm not saying that's okay for people to assume that because you um, wear risque clothing that you don't have a brain in your head because plenty of women um, that dress uh, revealing are intelligent ladies. And it's totally awesome that you are so comfortable and confident in your body that you can wear clothes that show off your body. I say good for you. Wear whatever you want. I do not care, but I just feel that if you are going around saying how oppressed women are and how we don't have rights, I say, try wearing that kind of stuff in the Middle East. Try, you know, wearing your boobs half hanging out and wearing your ass half hanging out in any of the Middle Eastern countries or in Russia or in China. I mean, I feel like you could, but do that and then also talk about, um, you know, beheading, like I discussed before, beheading our president. If you talked about beheading any of the leaders of another country uh, and blowing up the White House, I'm I'm fairly certain uh, there'd be repercussions. But dressing, it's always bothered me. I know that, um, who was it? Dave Chappelle does a really, did a really hilarious stand up on that about women 
um, dressing with their boobs half hanging out and then expecting men not to look at their boobs or women, whatever, looking at their boobs. And he does a thing where he says, um, you need to take me seriously just because I'm dressed like a hoe doesn't make me a hoe. So he's like, so I dressed up like a police officer and I went around downtown dressed like a police officer. And the lady came up to me and said, officer, and she needed my help. And he said, just because I'm dressed like a police officer doesn't mean I'm a police officer. I'm probably butchering that. It goes a little different than that, but it resonated with me because I think, yeah, I'm sorry, but if you don't want someone to be staring at a certain part of your body, uh, then you probably shouldn't be having it hanging out and exposed, right? Um, and if you feel Cardi B, um, like that woman just really drives me. She grates on my last nerve. I mean, ugh. anyway, I feel like right now we're also promoting um, unhealthy behavior, meaning like all of a sudden being overweight we're promoting. And again, I am 100% on board with being confident with your body, no matter what size and shape it is. I think you should rock your body, be proud of your body. But there is also such thing as being unhealthy. I work at a kennel and boarding facility and I see obese dogs all the time. And those dogs have back problems, heart problems, kidney issues, diabetes, all kinds of issues that humans get. The same issues that humans get, dogs get. And I think, why would you want to promote a heart attack? Why would you want to promote diabetes? Why would you want to promote high blood pressure? I just don't get that. I believe in promoting body positivity and being um, confident. I think that's amazing. But I feel like if you are a hundred pounds overweight, that you are a wonderful person and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, I don't think we should go around now and say that this is a healthy way to be. I say, we should say you are beautiful no matter what you are beautiful inside and out. You're a good person. You're a lovely person, but it isn't healthy. Just like we shouldn't promote smoking cigarettes. That's not healthy. We shouldn't start promoting them. I don't feel we should promote things that are uh, not healthy for our well-being. Um, I guess, though, that is in the eye of who you're talking to, because some people might think that steak and eggs are very healthy for you, and other people might think eating steak and eggs are unhealthy for you. So I suppose it depends on who you ask. And then that got me thinking of the whole food concept thing and how when I was a kid, milk, 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 which I detest milk, always have. I even think the word milk is disgusting. But, you know, one minute, steak, good for you. Milk, good for you. The next minute, ah, milk, bad for you. Steak, bad for you. I look at it like this. Um, I mean, unless you're doing meth, you know, drugs, I suppose. Pretty much anything is okay as long as you're not doing it, as long as it's in moderation. If you want to have a bite of chocolate cake, have a piece of chocolate cake. Just don't have three pieces of chocolate cake. Um, if you want to have some chips, have some chips. Just don't eat the half, you know, half the bag. Um, and don't always eat unhealthy. Mix it up, you know. So I think it's all about 
moderation, moderation. Anyway, those are some things that have been on my mind. Um, and a whole bunch of other very random, weird, nonsensical things that I always talk about, but I feel like it's more boring than usual. So, um, let's see. It has been over a week since we talked last and um, since I did my podcast, and I have noticed there have been people tuning in from Spain now, which is awesome. So hello, whomever you are from Spain. Welcome. Thank you. And again, thank you to every single person out there. I am loving so much that I'm seeing people from different countries. That rocks my socks. That is amazeballs. And as always... Lane and Paige and Allison. I adore you guys. I'm glad that you are safe. Um, I am so glad that Hurricane Ian did not um, cause you guys any harm. I'm glad you guys are safe. I was so worried. So shout out to you guys and I'm glad that you are well. Um, And just shout out to everyone. Shout out to all y'all. Hello. I hope you are all doing well. I know things are kind of crazy no matter where you're at in the world right now. Things are a little cuckoo. So, you know, again, shout out to everybody who is getting up every morning and just making an effort, making an effort, whether it's making an effort to not smack someone in the face, making an effort to work out, making an effort to get up and actually go to work, whatever it is you're doing um, and If you're, especially if it's something that you're struggling at, but you're still doing anyway, that is amazing. Keep it up. Keep it up. For what it's worth, I'm in your corner. I'm cheering you on. Go, go, go. Go, you. Go, you. All right. So, on that note, I am just babbling. And if I keep going, I'm just going to literally babble about absolutely nothing, even more so, like even more so. So, I hope if any of you, Um, were wide awake and you were looking to get some sleep, I hope I have lulled you to sleep. Um, To the rest of you that are still awake and not drooling all over and have slipped into a coma for how boring this is, uh, you have some endurance. You have some stamina. I love it. Shout out to you. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in to episode 43 of the Ramblings of an Insomniac.